0: one. Thanks again for joining into Sins Workshop. I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Today we're going to be talking about the Witches of Moonshine Manor by Bianca Morais. Um, this was a really, really fun story and it splits between seven different perspectives, uh, five of which are octogenarian witches. <laughs> they are a found family. Now these are um, five witches. They are not blood-related, but at some point or another when they were young, they were all taken to Moonshine Manor, and they have powers. They have witches, and I think what's really good about this story is the diversity that goes goes into the characterization. You've got Queenie, who is African-American. You have Ursula, who's bisexual, You have Jezebel, who's just, she, she loves Freely. I mean, she just, she'll have orgies, she'll date men, she'll date women, she'll date whoever. Um, (laughs) she will, if it has a pulse, she will probably sleep with it. (laughs) But I love her. You gotta love her. Even at her age, she's still rocking it. it. She's kind of amazing. Um, and then you have Ruby, who is transgender. Now Ruby's magic allows her to shapeshift. They all have a lot of different, um, speciali- specializations, you know, Tabby can talk to animals. She can communicate with animals. Um, some can work with herbs, some are inventive. They all have different core magics and Ruby's is that she can shapeshift. Ruby was born a man, but they identify as a woman, and they often use their magic to change their physical appearance to be a woman because that is what they want more than anything, to be and live as they truly are. I love the story because it shifts between every single perspective you have Queenie, Ivy, Tabby, Ursula, Jezebel, Ruby, you also have Persephone, and you also have Brad, who is the villain of the story. Brad doesn't really get a lot of attention because he's very minor. He pretty much just only has two chapters, and they're near the end, um, and what those chapters do will really just bring a little bit more scope to the story, so it does add And we do get to know who this villain is, even if it's late in the story. It's not really essential. He's not really essential to the story. But you're going through Queenie, Ivy, Tabby, Ursula, Jezebel, Ruby, and Persephone. I I know that seems like a lot. A lot of readers out there hate multiple POV stories because there is that risk that you're going to lose the reader because the story is pulling in too many directions. However, there's a lot of cohesiveness that goes into the storytelling each chapter it's clear who is talking when the event is taking place because this book also goes back in time you know there's also a lot of remembrance because they're really going and remembering this magical heist and the events that led up to this heist and why this heist is so important to the now And also, how that heist went wrong and why it was so problematic. It's really, like I said, cohesive. It flows. There's a lot of momentum to the story. I didn't get lost at all while I was reading it. And once I noticed, I'm like, oh, we're going between all these character perspectives. I was a little worried. You know, by the time I reached chapter five, I'm like, okay. I've just been introduced to five different witches. Is this how the story is going to keep going? I was a little apprehensive when I to continue reading it because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to follow it or if this plot was going to start to get stretched thin. Because that's also another risk you run when you have a lot of um, multiple perspectives. You have to make sure that the story is cohesive and that every character that their point of view adds to the story and you're building the plot line without losing that characterization and without losing the character dynamics. Marais did such a wonderful job of making sure each chapter continued to build the story and build the plot and also strengthen those character dynamics. It wasn't distracting. It didn't take away from the story. It didn't slow down the pacing. In fact, it made reading it go faster because I, I loved who these girls were. I loved who these women were. They were fun. They were energetic. They had such a sisterly bond to them. And the fact that, you know, Maurice really didn't shy away from their age. I mean, they're old. They are old. <laughs> but they are still rocking it. You know, age is just a number. It's all about how you feel. Um, and these women, they feel fabulous. They're just like, man, we're getting too old for this. And then you have Jezebel. She's just like, ugh, men. They're fun. They're fun. They're charismatic. They have just strong bonds between them. And I love the magic in the story as well. So ultimately, I do have to give this book before I start rambling and re- becoming repetitious on the end here I think this book was fabulous I do have to give it four out of five stars um it was a really fun quick read it's gonna be perfect for the Halloween season definitely highly recommend it so once again um, four to five stars if you want to purchase the book I will of course include links in the description below on where to purchase it and on that note I hope you all will continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me Coffee, Coffee, Patreon, by purchasing one of my handmade candles or by following any of my social media platforms. Uh, once again, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, and as always, happy reading! Mm-hmm.